This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Nico, do I have you, man? That's all right. Yeah, you should, should have me now. Ah, got, got you, bro. How you doing? <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm doing good. Sorry, I must have clicked mute in, in my pocket. No, I'm good. Thank you for having me on the show. <laughs> no worries, man. I gave you the big wind-up and everything. I thought you Gen Zers were bloody experts on, their te- on your tech. <laughs> oh, nah, I still seem to have troubles with it these days. <laughs> <laughs> Heads in the clouds, mate. You must be getting, you must be getting too high on that half-pipe, eh? <laughs> no, nah, we'll be, actually be honest with you. I just woke up about twenty minutes ago, so that's probably why. Oh. Um, <laughs> we had night training, night training last night for X Games. So um, yeah, I, I kind of slept through all my alarms this morning. So it's been a bit of a kerfuffle <laughs> to get everything organised. No, look, I love the honesty, mate. And it's, look, we've all had a sleep. We've all had a sleep, and especially over well, the summer holidays for us. But you've been offshore. Hey, um, talk to me about that. That sounds interesting. Night training. So the X Games. You're, well, firstly, you're in, you're in some serious nick. Um, what you did on Mammoth Mountain, this is the first time I've spoken to you since then. It was unreal, man. You're going super well, and X Games, we have had some success. So you're competing at night. Does that mean you change your schedule and your training to make sure that you're locked and loaded for that? Yeah, yeah. So X Games is sort of one of those um, really unique events. You know, it happens every year, but um, it's one I always really look forward to as, you know, it is at night. Um, so our event doesn't start until, like, um, I think it's 7.30. Uh, so we wait around all day, which gets pretty tiring sometimes. But, um, yeah, so our trainings are from like 6.30 till 9 p.m. Um, most nights. And so you get on a bit of a um, nighttime schedule, you know, not going to bed until middle of the night and waking up later in the day to kill some of the day sort of thing. Um, but, yeah, you know, I'm really looking forward to the event this year, you know, uh, with with what happened last year. It'll be nice to back things up um, and go number two but um, at the end of the day it's all about just going skiing and and, uh, trying to better myself uh, on the night. 
I reckon we need to get Izzy Dag still on holiday, man, but we need to get him on, on the phone because um, those All Blacks could give you some tips because they have to burn the whole day, eh, before they get to go out there and play their test matches at night. And it must I've always thought it must be pretty yeah. it must be pretty tough because you get used to I assume you get used to the sun the sun glare and all of the things when you're skiing in the day and, and the different conditions. So is it easy to toggle between the both of the aspects of the competition? Yeah, it, it is. For, like, you definitely get used to it. I would say the hardest part for me, um, like, would be the mental side of it. You know, sitting around waiting all day gives you more time for your brain to think about, you know, what could happen, what couldn't happen sort of thing. And, and um, more time to really overthink. Whereas when you compete in the morning or midday, you sort of wake up, do your morning routine, and then you're straight into it sort of thing. Um, so it just sort of gives you a bit more peace of mind. But when, yeah. Like I said, when you're sitting around all day, it definitely gets pretty stressful sometimes. Well, you don't, hey, Nico, it's Tony Kempe, mate. How are you going? Yeah, I'm doing good, thanks, Tony. How are you? Uh, yeah, not too bad. Hey, hey mate, what are, you, what are you doing? You're doing all right. Just be standing on the podium at 16 in the Olympics and, and winning all these competitions overseas. Don't, don't worry too much about your mental space because a lot of people could actually take you into these high-performance arenas and, and learn, a, learn a bit from you. I wanna, um, do you surf at all? Yeah, 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 I surf surf heaps as much as I can really whenever I have a break and um yeah it's nice you know being in a winter sport it's constantly cold so um yeah you're always craving some sun and um yeah we normally head down to Nicaragua and so, um, so does it help you Jeez, Nicaragua you're surfing with the crocodiles down there I've heard a few stories about that but does it help you <laughs> does it help you out with your skating are you skiing sorry um oh yeah I would say it helps out Quite, well, I don't know. I'd like to think it helps out because that means I can go on more surf trips. <laughs> <laughs> it helps your pocket out. So, let, let's just stick with the answer that yeah, it probably does. <laughs> How about that? Yeah, fair enough, man. That makes perfect sense. Hey, um, Mammoth Mountain. <laughs> now, this was unreal at the World Cup a couple of weeks back. These back-to-back 1620s, I reckon we had you on SCNZ probably about four months ago and you reckoned you, you were cooking something up that you didn't think that, as far as a progression point of view, you didn't think that the field, uh, you, you know, the rest of your competitors could do. Was this the 1620s? And as far as you're aware, has anybody been able to nail this trick? Does anyone else have it in their bag just yet? Yeah, no, so that actually wasn't the 16s. Um, so I learnt them well a year and a half ago now so it's sort of like a um trick that i have pretty locked and loaded in in my um repertoire i guess you call it uh but um the new trick is is uh something that i'm hoping to bring out this this weekend at x games and um yeah all goes to plan and and yeah i guess we'll see what happens but the 16s are starting to get starting to get more and more common you know there's more people in the field that can do them um so yeah, I think uh, it should it should make for an exciting event. So this this evolution and like pacing yourself when you're launching these new tricks. So you've got something th- this weekend that you can bust out at the X Games. I know how much it would mean to you to go back to back, and then it would probably help you rolling it into the Winter Olympics as well. Do you get nervous when you when you drop a new trick that the others might be able to learn it in time for the next comp? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's definitely there. Definitely is a little bit of strategy involved. You know, like. Um, at the end of the day, I'd like to think there isn't, but, um, you know, it's just the name of the game and, and, um, yeah, you know, everyone's chasing the same thing and that is to be the best gear on the day. And, and, um, if, yeah, if it means that maybe I have to 
you know, I don't know, hide a trick for a little while or, or learn it in privacy, well, then, then that's that. And um, I don't know, it's a bit of a tricky one to explain. Yeah, and you don't want to let the cat out of the bag, mate. Louis, Louis, trying to get it out of you, so that, that's okay. You keep that trick under. You keep that trick under oh, your hat. I can let it out. I can let it out. It's, um, it's on my Instagram. I posted it last week. So, um, well, what is it? Yeah, Break. No, give it. Give us the layman's. Give us the layman's. What is it? Yeah, so it's it's a switch double cork fourteen forty. So you take off backwards. You do two flips and four full spins. And you don't reckon anybody else has it? Um, I know one person has tried it a couple of years ago, um, but as of right now, I don't think anyone has it. Is that a weird feeling to know that you're probably the only person on the planet that can do something? Um, I don't know. I <laughs> really when you put it like that. Um, yeah, I guess, I guess that is a bit of a weird feeling. Um, oh, sorry, I don't mean to spin you out. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> And that's and that's why his mental I mean, space is so strong, mate. Because he's so calm when you ask questions like that. You know, he just takes it in a stride. Hey, Nico, what what you've got the you've got the Red Bull as a sponsor. What's one of the craziest things that you've other sports that you've done along with that Red Bull team? Have you been in, you know, offered to do something crazy with all those other crazy Red Bull Bull athletes? What, what's the freakiest thing you've ever done? Yeah, I'd say the well, there's two two freakiest things I've ever done. I'd say. Um, no disrespect to number two, but um, number one, I think the, the freakiest thing, uh, the freakiest thing I've done was um, got to actually go on one of their stunt their stunt planes um, and get flown around uh, Salzburg, and that was pretty crazy doing full loops and barrel rolls and you know like nose down, I don't know whatever they call it, like nose facing the ground and pulling like seven Gs. That was absolutely crazy. Um, so that I don't think I don't, I don't I don't think I'd get to. Ex- Experience that if it wasn't for Red Bull, and then number two would be um, going in a hot lap with um, with one of the other Red Bull athletes, Man Mike, uh, around at, at Highlands down um, close yeah. to Wanaka. So yeah, um, I know, I know yeah, Mike. That's pretty crazy. He's a good bloke. Yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, he's a, he's a good. Hey man, I'm just gonna put it. I'm just gonna put it out here. Next time you're home, give us a call, mate, because I need some. I need some um, some tips on how to snowboard. I, I went out and did Snow Planet for half an hour, and then thought I could take on one of the biggest mountains and didn't turn out too well. Not, so. with, not with your <laughs> need, a bit of, need a bit of practice. <laughs> not with your knees, Kempi. Not with your knees. Hey, um, Nico, it's a really busy nah, time. Yeah, you sorry, mate. You're you're um. This is a busy time for you, so we appreciate you taking the call this morning. X Games and then Winter Olympics. Is this kind of where you've been trying to peak for over the last four years? Is this the kind of two month period that you've really been aiming for and knuckling down for? Um. Yeah, I, I would say partly yes, but then also in another fact, no. Like, our sport is constantly evolving and it's constantly changing and always working towards new things. And, and I think that um, we're pretty lucky in our sport in the fact that X Games is really, really highly regarded. Mm. Um, and that that comes around every year. And so the sport has its big moments uh, every season. But I think, yes, definitely this season is... Um, there is there is a bit more pressure on it, and and um, especially I put a bit more pressure on myself, and and um, you know with two comps back to back, it, it is going to be a bit of a stressful stressful um, couple of weeks, but uh, it is what it is, and and um, yeah, it'll be it'll be nice to get things going.
Yeah, awesome, man. Look, as we always say, you just sound so composed. And um, whatever you're doing in that mental skills side, it's obviously working for you. So hopefully you, you bear the fruit of that. Just just before we do let you go, um, this this Winter Olympics team that we're putting together after the – once you get past the X Games, this Kiwi team that we're sending here, it, it would be one of the strongest ever. I, I think um, Snow Sports New Zealand are saying that. How cool does it feel to be – you know, shoulder to shoulder with these other Kiwis that are actually changing the game quite literally. Yeah, I mean, it's it's an honour. And I think more importantly, it's inspiring. Um, like, yeah, to, to have a full half-bite team, um, you know, like, you know, be standing at the top with my brother and then um, young Gustav and, um, yeah, and Ben Harrington as well and, and then all the other athletes, Ben Barclay, Finn Billis, you know, I can, I can just name them all um they're all amazing athletes and people in their own right and and um it really it really does inspire me um being on the same team as them and obviously i can't forget zoe and alice and uh, <laughs> i could just keep going on and on you might um, you might yeah, have to no, it's, it's an honor and yeah i know i know i've dug myself a bit deep haven't i but um <laughs> um yeah uh yes yeah, no sports are right it is the strongest team we've had and um, hopefully we can we can uh, make some history. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Um, we'll, we'll give Tian, Chloe, Cool, and I guess yeah. Margot, oh. the rest, Anja, the, the rest of the team, a big shout out, mate. No, seriously. Anya, yeah, 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 yeah. No, the, yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> it. No, no. Hey, we 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 know what we, you mean. We get it, mate. We, we get, get it, it, mate. Don't don't worry. We get it. We know what you're saying. It's <laughs> it's an un, yeah. unreal kind of era and. Um, yeah, you guys are all yeah similar age a lot of you as well. So I bet you have a lot of fun, and it sounds like a real good camaraderie with you. So now we're all super proud of you, mate. Go well this weekend. We'll be tuned in on Monday, and um, yeah, just go send today and like you always do. And whatever happens, we'll be so, we'll be so stoked for you back here in New Zealand, man. Thanks so much for taking the call. All the best, Nico. Yeah, nah, cheers. Thanks for having me on the show. Cheers, guys. There you go, Nico Porteous. He's such a cool. He's such a cool the humility. Dude. Eh? They don't yeah. say that about Kiwi athletes. Is that you know just. So down to down to earth, and that kid um, for what he's doing around the world, and just <laughs> I could see when he said he was digging himself in a hole. He, he was thinking, man, I hope I didn't leave, miss anyone out here. The parents might be listening, or the their brothers and sisters, and they'll get a, they'll get an Instagram message. Oh, mate, he didn't mention you on the radio, you know. And you can that that's just that's just the kid. It's who, just who he is. He's the best, and I actually feel a little bit bad. I'm gonna spun him out when I said he's the only person that can do a certain thing. He probably, he obviously had never considered that, which is fair enough because you're just doing it. He's not like us, who we, well, me, where I sit here and analyse other people doing things. He's just out there doing it. He's a total doer. And um, that trick that he explained, and it's on his Instagram, I have actually seen that now that he mentions it. It's freaky. And the, the back-to-backs, oh, they're crazy. He's had that, as he says, now for 18 months, but they're still, it's still hard. Not you know the, the field hasn't really caught up to him in some aspects. It's execution for him. He knows he's got the skills because he's won World Cup events, he's won X Game events, so he knows he can do it. comes down to execution and that mental fortitude he keeps talking about there and, and putting himself in the right position. Uh, like, this whole team of young Kiwis, but uh, Nico in particular, and I just I feel like they are ready to pounce. I feel like they are. the, the sport has got hit an echelon of professionalism, snow sports, and we spoke to high-performance snow sport and, and exactly what they've been doing to make sure that works. There's just a, a feeling of professionalism and a profe- feeling of readiness that I think these this X Games first and foremost, then the Winter Olympics, might be one of the special events for New Zealand of the last wee while. I really do.
Yeah, and, and the exciting part about being a, such a young team is that you you sort of don't really understand risk, and you push yourselves to, you know, places that you 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 wonder whether or not you can make it. So I've had a look at some of the stuff that he does on Instagram too, and you know, I don't know if you've been skiing and fallen over in the snow. It isn't like falling over off your surfboard. No, you know, it's um, it to be getting that that high and doing those amount of twists and turns and landing in the wrong position. It's gonna it's gonna hurt. So, I. Yeah, the, the, I, I, I agree with you. I think the team, the New Zealand team that they have, they're a bunch of kids that just push each other to the limit. And and that's just, you know, that's what we do. I actually, um, I watched a video of him, how he learns his new tricks and just the process, Kimpy. The, the, like the concept, the conceptual stage of what they're trying to achieve, lots of like the mental understanding it, then the trampoline, then the airbag, and then, you know, and he kind of took a deep breath and he's like, but then you've got to land it on the snow mm. and you have to commit and it's got to be full commit. And um, so there's just so many different aspects. And I think it's one of those things, it's not quite like rugby or rugby league or football or cricket that we have a base understanding of because we grew up with balls in hand and we could kind of run and kick and that's just kind of what you do in the schoolyard. There's a level of... This is so foreign because these guys are doing things that physically and mentally I just could not conceive. So this, so this is a generation. See, back in our days when we were kids growing up, you know, you, I went for a ski up the Taranaki Mountain with a black black plastic bag, mate. You know, we couldn't afford skis. You just take up a rubbish bag and go as high as you could and jump on it and ski down it. These these athletes these days, it makes me wonder around the athletes in my day if they were exposed to these type of sports. And that's why I was really intrigued about, man, he's with Red Bull. I wonder what's a, what other mm. other things he can do because it's all about adrenaline. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think I think one of the biggest problems for sports sports people is that the, one of the reasons why they're such high-performing athletes is because they love that adrenaline. And when you're doing things like this, I, I often look at, I'm get, I get envious of people like Nika and say, man, Wonder how I would have went at that sport. You know what I mean? Like, what what, what did you do? Like, I oh, hopped in that plane. Like, have you seen that pl- those planes that yeah, happen? Yeah. Like, yeah. and that, that much force going against you, and just you know the amount of adrenaline that would have been rushing through your body. So, you know, what how what, what would would top athletes back in our days if they were exposed to this type of environment? How good would they have been? That's the you know sometimes when you look at it. But we just were never exposed to it, mate. Yeah, well, sport, just like any other industry, has professionalised and um, grown and evolved so much. And I think the word you're looking for is exposure. And so these young Kiwis were exposed at a young age to possibilities that there were and possibilities that never existed. And the best thing is is that there are kids that are watching Nico Porteous. He's only five for four years older than them, but he's totally inspiring. And that's why when he said that it's actually inspiring standing with these other athletes, I fully believe him. Oh, 100%. I fully believe him because he's standing there watching them go do things that he's like, wow, like that is unreal. Let me try. And that's why I've got a lot of faith in this Winter Olympics team we're sending. Very cool to see those eight athletes added today, this morning. Nico Porteous, legendary Kiwi. Great to catch up with him ahead of the X Games. 2.30 on Monday, I believe that's when you can catch that. Aspen, Colorado. Huge. Love it. 22 and a half minutes past 7 o'clock. Here with Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day.